Welcome to another DLRP Roundup. And I know it's been a little while, but we're back here and we have two fallen in quick succession. So um, my next podcast, which will probably be either later tonight or tomorrow, is going to talk about the Pirates and Princess party that we attended over um, the last week in Disneyland Paris. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and a little bit about the launch of the Marvel um, season. However, today's podcast is called What Happened at Disneyland Paris on Saturday. So you'll be forgiven. You will be forgiven for thinking there was mass panic and hysteria on Saturday. As I was travelling back to sunny Scotland, I call it sunny Scotland, but there of course is no sun right now. It is very, very cold and it's not as warm as Disneyland Paris was. So I was in the airport and I had got through security. And to be honest, I'd got there a little bit early because the last um, magic shuttle from Valde- from um, Magni Lahongra and uh, Kiriad was at 4.40, which is quite early, actually, for our flight, which was at 9 o'clock or something. So we are in the airport. We're through security. We're bored of looking at the shops because Terminal 2 in uh, Charles de Gaulle has so many expensive shops, and I was quoted €700 Euros for a pair of sunglasses. I do not own €700 um, Euro pairs of sunglasses. That's not something that's in my life. Um, far too rich for my taste, and certainly I don't have €700 Euros to blow on a pair of sunglasses. But... It's beside the point. We are sitting bored. So I'm, of course, updating some information on our social media. I'm looking through some photos and I'm making sure that everything I possibly can do is done so I can start uploading the same night our videos. So I've uploaded 25 videos to our YouTube channel already and they're all in 4K. So, I mean, if if you're interested in that, I really, really think and really, really hope you should go and have a look at our YouTube channel because we're probably the biggest channel of 4K YouTube uh, of Disneyland Paris content there is. So the biggest Disneyland Paris fan page with 4K content is probably us just now. It's not great content. It is snap and grab, but it is in 4K. So if you have 4K TV, you should definitely be looking at our content. That is the biggest plug I'm going to give today. And I'm sitting at the airport and I'm editing the 4K footage. And then I read alert at Disneyland Paris. And now for people who follow Disneyland Paris closely and follow kind of the live feed of Twitter on Disneyland Paris, there is an alert every now and again. There is always someone kind of claiming there's trouble at Disneyland Paris and this trouble is sometimes just the security queue sometimes it's people will just get kicked out of restaurants sometimes it's you know the police sometimes it's security once there was a buffalo that stampeded the Disney village one time the Tower of Terror had some smoke from a little fire in a staircase that came out the top and people go mad they call it a security incident sometimes they shut down the train station sometimes they evacuate platforms in the train station this is all fairly mundane stuff now it always makes big news on Twitter because when you evacuate a train station or a platform or anything like that, it makes big news because people automatically assume the worst. That's just the climate we live in today. That is just what's what happens. And it's not unique to Disneyland Paris in the slightest because this happens. I happen to live um, about 10 minutes from Edinburgh and Waverley Station, the biggest station in Scotland. Um, oh, I say it's the biggest. Maybe it isn't. Maybe Glasgow is. But anyway, I live close to Waverley. And Waverley Station often has to shut down a platform because somebody's left a bag and sometimes they evacuate a toilet because, again, there's a bag. And they always it always gets sensationalised and somebody's always had a wee look and like, there were wires everywhere. I mean, the thing is, if you looked inside my travelling case to Disneyland Paris, so if you take my onboard baggage for the airplane, I personally had an iPad, an iPhone, a GoPro, about three backup batteries, because um, you're not allowed to put them in your um, hold luggage now, you've got to carry it in 
you know, hand luggage. So I carry multiple batteries, I carry multiple wires. I mean, I've got probably about 10 wires. By the time you've got USB-B, USB-C, when you've got your lightning cables, when you've got your SD card that plugs into your phone. Like, it is not a surprise. It is not a surprise in the slightest that people have wires in their bags. So people get really, really scared about bags with wires in them really quickly. And to be honest, you're told by the police to be vigilant, remain vigilant, report things. So that's fair enough. But Waverly Station, all the time, happens all the time. Um, other places, bus stations, they're always, there's always a concern. And that's just the case in every town and every village and every, it always is the case. And it always makes big news because they're quiet places where not much happens. So... This occurs quite a bit on Twitter and happens a lot on social media where people report things at Disneyland Paris that you think, ugh, it'll be nothing. Like, this will be nothing. But this grew bigger very quickly. So there were suddenly videos of people running. Again, people running at Disneyland Paris. I've seen videos of people running at Disneyland Paris before. But the truth is they're running because there's a train or there's a bus or there's a taxi or there's something that they need to run, that run for. However, the thing that tipped me is a little bit strange is at half past eight in Paris time, People don't usually run because there's plenty of buses, plenty of taxis, plenty of trains. They don't go off till 11, 12. They, you know, it's quite late before these things go off. So I thought, hmm, I'm going to follow this a little bit. So I kept watching. And then one of the other fan accounts posted that one of their, one of their people in one of the restaurants had been asked um, to move to safety. And I'm not, I'm specifically not going to comment today. And I don't think anybody should. And I don't think anybody should comment specifically on the actions that were taken. I think it's a responsibility of all, not just the fan accounts, but the fans and things as well, is not to comment specifically on exactly what the security arrangements were or specifically what happened. Because what happened to the individual people is not important and could be used. I mean, there are only so many actions you can take and you can't really change the process of what you do in the event of an incident. So we're not going to comment specifically on that because I don't think it's very safe to do so and it, it certainly gives away a lot of techniques and tactics that will be used by a resort and it, it's not fair so we're not going to do that and I don't think it's responsible that anybody else does that so we'll comment in the generic from it so where we're at is somebody has reported that there have been actions taken in relation to an instance so this piqued my interest because often the fan accounts are quite reliable and we're you know we were all there it was Pirates and Princess annual pass weekend huge amount of fan presence there huge amount of fan site presence I met tons of people while I was there so this is going on and then more and more reports come out that things are getting locked down and things are getting shut off and, you know, the village and the train station and the car parks and the hotel. And so you start to hear a story and a narrative starts to emerge that actually something has happened and action has been taken. And people went absolutely wild. They went absolutely wild on social media. And then, you know, people are hashtagging prey and there are people, people are naturally feared. And they're, they're you know, in a, in a way in this climate... People are naturally scared. You know, Disneyland Paris, big tourist attraction, um, an American, very American company in a French city. I mean, you know, there's obviously, there's, there's a factor in that. I mean, I'd, but it it come back to the tabloids then started drawing with it. And to be fair, the French were very well behaved and they, they have these responsible publications that say there is some sort of incident and we're investigating, we'll let you know if anything happens. Um, of course, the British headlines, the Mail, the Express, they, they, they already had it. There was a massive incident in Disneyland Paris, explosions and gunshots heard. And, you know, they had went wild very quickly on their breaking news sites. In fairness, them, they did correct it later on, but they did, they did kick off with that. And 
I'm not. I find it kind of strange none of them run with a quote from Disneyland Paris in the first one. I, I assume the major new, newspapers have a contact at Disneyland Paris. I mean, I have a contact at Disneyland Paris. I have phone numbers and I have email addresses I can contact on fan-related news. And, I mean, while we don't very much, I mean, I, I think I've sent them three emails over the course of the piece um, the entire time we've been running the website, which is, you know, what, five years? I would imagine if I have access to that, the newspapers certainly have access to that. So, again, pretty poor rapid reporting there. The big people, Sky News and kind of... Um, BBC stayed out of it for the most part. But, you know, some of the tabloids went for it very quickly. Uh, and then it kind of came out later on, and this is where it's a bit funny. Um, it was a escalator, effectively a moving walkway that comes from the car park and drags you along, effectively, rather than you having to walk um, along the long um, path from the car park. There's a moving walkway. And effectively, the moving walkway just malfunctioned, created some noise. I think it would have been a very scary noise. I think people were very naturally scared. There was a sudden noise that nobody knew where it was coming from. Um, potentially, you never know. You know, when machines malfunction, you sometimes get a wee spark. You sometimes get a wee bit of smoke. I don't know if that was the case in this instance, but, you know, malfunctions do happen on equipment. And I think people got very, very scared by this. And, you know, half eight at night, it's dark. Um, you would have only had the lights from the lamp lights and things. I think people would have been right to be scared. They've, they've obviously run forward. It's created a, a running movement. When people run, people get scared. It, it kind of creates a, a, a movement. Other people get scared. You know, it's a, it's a scary sort of thing. However, there was nothing that actually happened. A moving walkway malfunctioned and it created, um, you know, it created a situation. Um, what I will say is what happened next was fairly spectacular because Disneyland Paris moved into action. You know, they didn't need prompting. I don't think they even need word from the top. They are enabled on the ground. They take all the action that's needed and they treat everything very, very seriously. Now, they they took this very, very seriously, very, very quickly and the resort was locked down. Safety measures were put in place. Um, again, I'm not going to cover exactly what happened because I don't think that's particularly useful in the event of keeping everyone safe in the future, I don't think it's worth us telling you or going through the exact details, and I don't think anybody else will. But there was an incident involving the moving walkway, and within minutes, and I say minutes, not in the sense of minutes, like 30 minutes or something, I'm meaning minutes as in seconds, like in literal, in a quantity of seconds, actions were taken. The cast moved into action. Security, the barriers, everything just moved into action. People mobilised. The resort was made safe again. And I think that is the key takeaway here, that nothing did happen. And I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't think Disneyland Paris will have much that happens because the security, as you know, is so tight. You're going through there, every bag is scanned, every bag is checked. People are going through um, x-rays. The hotels are checking. The buses are checking. The the you know there are so many different checks and balances to even get in to the Disney Village, get into the hotels. I mean, Disney Village doesn't you know it makes them money, but you don't pay to be in it. So you know it's secured nonetheless. It's not just the parks that are secured. You know, um, if you compare it to some of the other places around the world, you know that don't that don't secure kind of these things, it is a real thing in, in France, you know, even five guys in Vapiano have security on the doors, you know, it's taken very, very seriously by this resort, they do not muck around with this sort of thing, and I think the response, which was gauged in seconds, shows how ready, how prepared, and how well-versed they are to take care of this, and there's some wonderful stories 
And for some of the people who got stuck for a little bit, there are wonderful stories of the cast going above and beyond to make sure that they made communication with friends, to make sure they, their plans and onward um, journeys were okay. There was loads of it, free bottles of water handed out. People were well looked after. It was well rehearsed. People knew exactly what to do. And I think we have to send a huge compliment to Disneyland Paris for responding to an event in that way on the ground that just was phenomenal, executed perfectly. And again, it's probably quite good for them because it helps them understand what went well and what could have gone better should there have been an incident, which actually kind of helps in the event that anything could ever happen. Now, it probably never will, so it's not anything I'd ever worry about, and I won't be worrying about it. I'll be back to Disneyland Paris a hundred thousand times, and I hope everybody else does too, because it, you just can't stand down to anything. I mean, you just can't. So the interesting the interesting thing is they got to test it. They had a phenomenal response um, and they've done very, very well. It took them a little while to get any press out on it, and I don't think Disney actually released the statement yet. Um, the Minister of Interior in France responded to it on Twitter and kind of told people, stop sharing fake news, because this is just fake news, and it was really a moving walkway. Don't don't be scared. Everything's okay. We've got this. So it was quite good to see that. I think people were naturally scared. They're quite right to be scared. I think I'd have been terrified myself. Um, so that would, have, that would have been my response, just pure terror. <laughs> but then, to be fair, I can't watch horror movies. I'm scared by horror movies. I don't think a movie from Walk would have scared me too, I'm sure. Um, fantastic response. And nothing really happened. And life goes on. Nothing really happened. And that is basically it. A lot of people have said, how come there was no communication by Disneyland Paris? It's worth noting at the time um, that the full safety response, which is the number one sort of thing in Disney, which is your your first kind of key to success, the safety response was absolutely perfect and worked flawlessly. Um, and that is that is basically all that needed to happen. The safety response is the only thing that needed to happen. What was happening concurrently in the Walt Disney Studios was a press event for the Marvel season launch. So um, some people have noted that a lot of the big fan accounts didn't say anything um, and couldn't comment on it. And um, that Disney themselves didn't say it. I would say that's probably because they, they, they were unaware of it. The, the response is often that swift that until the event has played out, there often isn't an immediate response because the people that would draft the response were probably launching the season at that point in time. And the big fan accounts, some of them were certainly in there. And then other ones who were travelling home after Pirates and Princesses, a lot of us were on out. Like, for example, once it kind of broke at that point in time on social media, I was travelling back for two hours. So I could, I mean, not that I could have commented because I wasn't there. Um, but certainly there was a lot of other people travelling at that point in time. Some of the fan accounts were in the press release um, stuff. And the press team were obviously doing that. So, you know, the response. But they have since they have since um, put out the same statement and retweeted the Minister of Interior and they're kind of saying, don't share fake news. So that's what happened. Nothing big happened. A little bit of sensationalism by the British um, tabloids, which I'm sure, I'm sure everyone can relate to because we've seen it so many times before. So that was what happened on Saturday night at Disneyland Paris and I'm going back soon, so I will talk to you soon. That's been a roundup. I've been Graham. Goodbye.